genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 88, quite possibly the greatest funny book minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Jerry Porter from the Indiana Jones Minute. Well, welcome aboard, Jerry. Thank you. It's, it's, it's nice to be back. Uh, we got a nice cozy minute for you, sitting down at the diner, having a couple bagels. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> shut up and eat your bagel. <laughs> I mean, it's a 90s diner, obviously, because everyone is smoking, but... <laughs> right, right. Well, this is a very much a '90s movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This movie, this movie is, this movie smells hard of the '90s. It does. I was, it, it, that, yeah, yeah. I was kind of like I, you know, I, I, I think I wrote, to, I think I wrote to one of our co-hosts. They're like, hey, what's Chasing Amy like? You know, if you rewatch it now, and I said, you know, it's a lot like smelling your underwear from the '90s. We've had some interesting takes on Chasing Amy this year because a lot of people were like, they rewatch it and they're like, this is not as good as I remember it being. Or it gives them a weird 90s feel or they're like, this used to be my favorite Kevin Smith movie. What happened? So That's fascinating. What, yeah. what, and why, what happened? I don't know. Some people, I think if they loved it, I, I think a lot of people when they saw it were 18, 19, 20 years old and now they're yeah. 35 or 40 and they're looking at it differently yeah. because – as, as I discussed with Chris and other guests, when I was – I was probably 18 when this came out. I probably really identified with Holden and kind of was on his side where I bailed on him a lot earlier this time watching it. Interesting. Where, like, yeah, you know what? You're really, you're really acting like a shithead here. Like, yeah. <laughs> like everybody else is a much better person. This is a, a perfect minute for it where he's being a sad, sad sack here and Jay, of all people, is giving good advice. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it is. It's interesting because I saw this movie when it first came out in the theater. And uh, I I recall I liking it, but I'm mean, not being blown away, but, you know, enjoying it. They, oh, cool, okay. And then watching it again, I, I think I would be in that hopper of, this wasn't as good as... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> we... We ran into it of, we went to rewatch us, and I'm like, I heard a lot of people saying, you know, Chasing Amy's not as good as you remember. And you watch like the first 15 or 20 minutes, and I'm like, is everyone crazy? <laughs> like, this comic, like, they're at the comic book convention. I'm like, this is like, this Hooper X is just laying out fire, and this is great. And then the relationship stuff happens, and you're like, oh, ah, uh, yeah, I see what the problem is here. Right. This right. was, um, while it's a Kevin Smith movie, it also has a lot of independent movie to it, a lot of in 90s independent cinema. Yeah. On it. He also, I mean, I don't know if you've looked it up or not. Do you have any idea what the budget on this movie was? I did, it was, uh, well, I saw it made $12 million, but the budget was, was it 250000 Yes. Yeah. And like, That's amazing. You wonder, yeah. like, what? I, oh, I, yeah. Ben you, I mean, Affleck just do it for fun, I guess, or something? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, Ben Affleck at this point was not Ben Affleck yet. This is before Goodwill Hunting comes out. So at this point, he's been in, what, School Ties? You know, yeah. he's been the fifth banana in a lot of... Th- oh, he, I guess his biggest role was probably Dazed and Fused. Sure. When he was still Chubby Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Before he, like, you know, hit the gym and got into some, uh, you know, some fighting shape. But, yeah, pretty much everybody did it. He was offered more. Kevin Smith was offered about... I forget what it was. The wine scenes offered him about $2 million to do this, but he had to use their actors. They wanted, mm. quote, unquote, professional actors to do it. And he said, no, I'll do it with my people. Then they're like, oh, we'll give you 250000 He's like, all right. 
Wow, that's that's really interesting. Well, it you know the movie is uh, it's not all. I mean, I it's it, what's interesting about it is it's it's Swiss cheesy. There's like parts of it that I thought were really well done and really good, and then other things, I was like I couldn't tell if they were not so well done or if it was just one of those movies where I don't like any of the characters. I, I think that's part of the problem is that you have a pretty unlikable protagonist but he's not hateable like you're not right. actively hating him. you're just like it's like i'm disappointed in him <laughs> the whole movie like well, you kind of dude you did what, what is like at first what i didn't understand isn't he like 27 or 28 oh you, you are not the first and i'm sure will not be the last person to bring this up this movie works a lot better if he's 20 he's almost 30 right it works but and, and if he was like you know you know 20 and from like a, he, he was 20 in a small town or something you're like this guy is oh, yeah. in New York City <laughs> surrounded by you know, a spectrum you know a kaleidoscope of different lifestyles uh, and he's almost 30 and he's just shocked at all this I could see this movie taking place over the course of like an hour and a half dinner with like some friends where you're like no nah, it's kind of crazy i kind of felt jealous for a bit and then i thought for a minute and then i played some xbox and i was like yeah what the hell and that was the whole movie <laughs> well I, I don't know if it's a terrible move or a bold move that like at we said his character arc say this movie's 100 minutes his character arc for 97 minutes is a straight line mm-hmm. even now when he's talking to these guys he's still is not understanding what the problem is He's like, oh, I just don't get it, you know, whatever. He doesn't have a character arc until the last two minutes where he's like, oh, I, I guess I was a bad guy there, huh? Oh, whoops. It, well, and, you know, if you have a piece where all the characters are not likable, that's fine. That's hard to pull off, but <laughs> there are examples where, I don't know, I just I recently read, like, The Sun Also Rises, Ernest Hemingway, and you're like, all these, like, none of these characters is... is likable you kind of identify with the protagonist jake same same as you might hear but at best he's like a b or b minus or something yeah and so i i was just sort of thinking about that going you have this cast of characters they all have their flaws um that that doesn't mean that i really like the sun also rises you know but it, it doesn't mean that the that the movie or the piece is bad it can just be a character study I'm trying now to think why I don't like uh, the, the you know the the woman though the the girlfriend. I don't um, know. She's she, maybe the most likable, other than I guess uh, Silent. Well, I would say part of my problem is if I gave you a list of I think there's about let's say it's about seven characters in this movie that have like major time, and I asked you to list them one through seven of whose adventures would you most like to watch? I'm pretty sure holding seven. <laughs> I would much rather watch anybody else's movie than his. That's true. That's, that's give me give me Hooper X all day. I would really love funny. to see what Hooper X is doing all this time. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, or even uh, even Banky. I mean, because I, I at the very least they draw him as this guy who is. You're like, I don't know if I'm. It's he's what you sheltered. see. He's he's almost set up as like he's the guy you're not gonna like. Yes. Because you think he's going to be the ignorant, he's going to be a bigot, and then he is a little bit, but then Holden makes this sharp 180 turn, and he's like that. And you're like, well, what's going on? Like, who must this be rooting for here? Well, and and his, Banky's bigotry comes, I guess, out of jealousy. 
So it it you know it, it it exposes this really ugly part of them. But I'm not excusing it. But you're like, I guess I come away from the movie going. So he is in love with Holden. <laughs> I guess. Um, I will say this. I don't know if you you know he just came out with a movie recently, like last year. They did Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Um, they did tie this movie up. Really? Yes, they did. Wow. And I, I will know. say this. Jane's Island Reboot, like, um, I, I would agree with most people, is it's a little, it can be a little uneven. It's certainly a, it's 90 minutes, you're not going to, you're not going to want to want, you're not going to want them back. Like, they're like, oh, this is funny. If you like Kevin Smith, it's, it's got its ups and downs. Some people like some stuff and don't like other stuff. But I would say the high point is probably wrapping up the Chasing Amy part. Interesting. Okay. Because I won't ruin it, but some people come back and... The, at least in that section of the film, people are trying. Like, there are some, like, celebrity cameos at other parts where you're like, oh, come on, you shot this on a green screen for 15 minutes while somebody else, this guy was shooting a different movie. Like, yeah, whatever, Kevin, I'll just do 15 minutes for you. Throw a green screen behind me. Just put me in whatever part of your movie I want. <laughs> like, there's a couple odd scenes in that movie, but the, the Chasing Amy wrap-up is definitely one of the high points. Yeah, but as for this minute, I mean, if you've come down to getting advice from Jane Silent Bob, you have fallen down far in the world. Um, oh, oh, what was that? <laughs> Chris, are you here? Chris is here. All right, Chris, are you there? I'm here. Oh, so nice of you to show up. Hey, Jerry. How you doing? Hey, what's happening, man? <laughs> How are you? Oh, too bad. You are unprofessional. You are late. Your your microphone doesn't work. <laughs> it was working fine yesterday. <laughs> it's a little you sounded, bit fi- it's you a little sounded bit fine better. there. Right. When you were just talking, you sounded fine. All right, good. So if, if you're, like, laying on your laptop, you're going to have to stay like that for the remainder of this. Yeah, what's interesting is how they draw Banky because he, he's, I can't tell if he has had a lot of experience in life. Like, he sort of talks from a place of experience of, like, sexual forays and, uh, you know, sexcapades. And you get these, these iconic scenes where he's discussing that, right? And then at the same time, he seems so ill-equipped to deal with the situation in the movie. And like he can't, you know, obviously with, uh, you know, I guess, I guess jealousy, but then also like having like, oh my gosh, wow, he met a lesbian. You know, it's just, it's just like, again, these guys live in New York City. They're, you know, they're, they're deep in in the arts and they they are 30 years old yeah does it make more sense if they had moved from wherever iowa kansas six months ago no like like three weeks ago (laughs) like that's that's the only thing i i can't tell if banky is like completely sheltered or well, I don't know. They they shine I, like, a light on his sexcapades of the past, and then they pull the light away, and I don't know what his character is. And I also, this is, sounds kind of crazy, but I, for some reason, I don't fully believe that character. Like, that dude, that, I don't know. I mean, that guy's like a, he is a good-looking guy who's got confidence. I understand he's an asshole. He's an asshole, and he has a putrid personality that uh, is revolting, I think, once you get within five minutes of him. And so I could see how he pushes people away. But uh, th- there is a charisma there, you yeah, know, I where, mean, where you think this, the, the guy's got to be a little more worldly than they portray him. Yeah, like I've seen much lesser people 
be in multiple relationships who don't have that confidence, who are not above average looking. Right, right, <laughs> Like, right. him I almost buy, though. Like, I, I know people that are like that that have, like, they seem to have this great confidence, but then deep down they're kind of weird. Like, I buy sure. him more than Holden because Holden seems to be, when you meet him at the beginning, he seems so put together. He's the rational one. He's the one keeping it together. He's yeah. the one running the business. And then he gets this one minor left turn where he – it's not even dating the lesbian that breaks him. It's the fact that he liked her and then found out she was a lesbian. And that just destroys him for like the first part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then he falls in love with her and then that's a whole a separate thing. But like that seems to be a pretty – minor thing like we said it goes back to the fact of like you're close to 30 like if this was the first time you fell hard in love i could almost buy it but like this if this is the first time you ever fell in love what have you been doing for the last 15 years well not only that you're like if this had happened three months ago like and she was talking about like if he was 18 and you know this happened like last semester <laughs> when you know when they were first semester seniors and then this is like prom you're like oh yeah he could be up in that finger cuffs is a little bit yeah it's kind of it's got me swimming a little bit but you're like this happened you know whatever at least 10 years ago also my question is is banky worldly or did he learn all that stuff from the magazines that he carries around with him everywhere he goes? <laughs> that's an excellent question and that they draw him like you kind of see him like that you're like oh he's a comic book guy who doesn't know about this stuff but then they they illuminate these other in other scenes they give you a flash of who he is and you're like i'm having a hard time marrying those scenes like together like oh yeah he does tell a story about um having sex with brandy svenning who we did see in mall rats she was played by claire forlani who was like an 11 out of 10 so you're like, how in the world did he ever get with her? And she was like buttoned down and very like by the book. So like, yeah, I understand they threw that name in there. So it would be like, hey, Brandy Svenning, I get it. But like the logical part of your mind's like, there's no way those two ever got together. Right, right, right. Whereas he's just telling stories about people like all people names that they know from high school. It's like, say, you know, if I'm out with if I'm out somewhere with you, Jerry, and you like you don't know anything about my backstory, I can just make stuff up that like, oh yeah, I was I you know, I yeah, yeah, I went out with the prom queen, you know, that's just uh, you know, every year, every year when I was a new prom queen, I just came back and you know, went out with that one. Just like you have no, you have no way to check my backstory. <laughs> now, that, see that I would believe, and then I would have seen there would have been like a, a later that night a conversation <laughs> with between uh, you know, Banksy and Holden, where he's like, "Hey, man, why were you lying that whole time? <laughs> like that would yeah. made sense." Yeah. Hey, not to brag, but if he's just like you, or if he was just like you, didn't even know Brandy Svenning. She was three years ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, right. Jeff, not to brag, but my wife was a prom queen. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, I mean, he was thirty-three. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. The guy who went to prom at thirty-three years old. There was there was yeah. one of them there. There was one of them there. There's always one of them there. <laughs> The guy that walks in and you're just like, oh, hello, are you here to deliver the food? And you're like, oh, no, I'm here with her. And you're like, oh, my God. Did you bring your dad, you bring your dad to prom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My 401k is paying for the limo. <laughs> or better yet, you're like, yeah, you got a limo. Well, I mean, I work for the limo company, so I got to drive that back at the end of the night. <laughs> He's not even, he doesn't even have a chauffeur. He's driving it. Yeah. Uh, so this has been, for this actual minute, this has been a recurring motif of... Um, basically Holden brings something up 
someone gives him pretty good sound advice, mm-hmm. and he's just not going to listen to it. Again. Yeah. It's been pretty much the last 30 minutes of the movie has been not unlike this. Well, if, if, if you want to show this enormous divot in Holden's character, then it's great. And we can look at it and go, you know, everybody has a butt. And that this is this otherwise put-together, sensible, artistic, uh, talented guy's butt. You know, this is it right here. And if you want to illuminate that, then then great. And you kind of go, into, okay, it's a character study. And it's a shame that, you know, his fear or his inability to get past this ridiculous anecdote from 10 years ago... And or, or even heed the advice of people he trusts. You know, he can't do that, and so he throws a good thing away. And, and, and what's interesting is that the characters, you know, they all kind of get it wrong. Well, the protagonist gets it wrong. Yeah, every, I, I, yeah. everyone else in the film is right, because um, Hooper's advice to him is, hey, maybe it's not true. And then he amends it and says, well, maybe it is, if it is true, why does it matter? Right. And now Jay's giving him the advice of, yeah, she probably did all do all that. Isn't that awesome? That means that she's got all that out of her system, and now she's willing to settle for you. Right, which is fantastic. And is, is, I feel like that is real-world advice and not always complete. Not, I, I still see why Holden might have another five minutes swishing that around in his head. <laughs> yeah. but Or, you know, another week or so. But, you know... You're like, he's going to come to grips. We all have had, uh, certainly I have had those moments where you're like, wait a minute, I didn't think I was going to encounter this. And you have to do the emotional math to get through it. But with the help of some friends, hopefully you got some good friends like, like you know, Silent Bob and Jay here. And, and then you kind of go, well, it's, it's, a, it's a point of growth. The real problem is he's having this you know, conversation with them. You, and you it, can grow. Yeah, he's still talking to them going... Oh, you know, I'm hoping you know, maybe I'm still upset about this or that. Meanwhile, last night they had a huge fight. Like their relationship is over already, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's having a he's having a problem with all of it. That's the issue. <laughs> well, yeah, and 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 he never he doesn't land on it. Well, I guess at the you know he lands on his feet. So, I don't know. Does he land on? Is it a happy ending? Um, Eventually, I would hesitate to use the word. Yeah, I would hesitate. Yeah, if, that's what I, I brought up earlier about. If you go all the way to the last movie, it's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. But oh, okay. For yeah, this, yeah. for this movie, I think it's um, uh, what's the word I'm using? I'm trying to think of. It's not. It's certainly not happy. It's um, you know, he stops the bleeding at the end or whatever. It's a, uh, you know, it's it's the only thing you can hope for. It's it's when a relationship goes bad, you hope that you repair it enough where you don't ruin your life or everybody's life involved. Like, it looks like at the end of the movie, everybody gets kind of goes their own way. Like, people's lives are changed, but not destroyed. Sometimes that's all you can hope for. It's, I, I don't, I think the thing that's most frustrating watching the movie is I'm like, these people have the shittiest communication. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I could sit, like, it, it just, you're just like, it, it wouldn't have to end this way. If he's really in love with Alyssa and she's in love with him and all that, I totally get that that scene is, you know, what he asks of them is weird and all, you know, clumsy and strange. You're like, but that actually could be, you know, talked through over the course of like several weeks or something. It'd be like, you know, that shit you pulled out there sucked. It made me feel like this. It made me feel like that. I don't know what you're thinking. 
And he can be like, look, I'm just having trouble here. I'm a little new. I'm insecure here. I'm just insecure. Can I get a little bit of cottonelle around me? So I, you know what I mean? And they'd be and like, well, we've why said are that you before. insecure? You know? We've said that before. That's what an adult would have done. You'd have been like, all right, whoa, this really upsets yeah. me. I need to take a step back here. This is too much for me. Like, too much at once. You know, I just need to let me absorb all this. All right, well, uh, I'm going to try to wrap up this minute because it's not like next minute's going to change, everybody. We're going to sit right in this diner for, right. no, for another minute. <laughs> maybe if you're really good out there, maybe someone else will talk next minute. <laughs> That's about the best I can give you. So, Chris, I know you have nothing else for this minute. Jerry, do you have anything else for this particular minute? No, no, I just, I, I do, I do love that line, you know, I love that line, um, I, I like how, how, uh, it's one of my favorite things, how, like, Jay kind of swears with his old-fashioned words, you know what I mean? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> like, he uses the word true blue. <laughs> this is yeah. a great line, yeah. He also calls him a fucking... Yeah, everyone's a... No- <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he strings together, you know, he has these, these word combos that you just would not come up with (laughs) (laughs) all right uh jerry you want to want to plug your uh your highly rated podcast oh uh sure thank you um yeah we we do uh what you guys are doing here uh at the indiana jones minute we do it uh with all the indiana jones movies and um you know it's it's a roller coaster ride for sure but uh i don't know we have fun we we try we we mostly have fun. <laughs> we struggle <laughs> like you guys do with certain minutes, but it's a good time. It's at uh, indianajonesminute.com. We're on Facebook at the Indiana Jones Minute Listeners Crusade, where there's all sorts of ridiculous and fun discussion about uh, Indiana Jones things. So that's what we do. And I showed up to do all the work. Right, go ahead. Rollingdoinggenre.com. Check out moviesbyminutes.com. You'll find. Indiana Jones Minute there and our minute that our podcast there also. You'll also find our old podcast, The Burbs Minute. You got anything else, Jeff? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Just uh, check us out on Dueling Genre and hold on! Hold on!